0: Hello all, welcome to another episode of Orthodontics in Summary. Today we're looking at Dr. Ellie Am's lecture entitled Solving the Catch-22, the Agenesis of the 1222. This was a lecture given at the AAO on the 3rd of May. Dr. Ellie's lecture was based around his research, looking at space closure for patients missing upper maxillary natural incisors. He spoke about the two treatment options which are available, space opening proposed by Kokic and space closure proposed by Zacherson. And the two types of scenarios where this occurs. Space opening is usually for class one or class three cases where it's non-extraction in the mandibular arch. Space closure, usually for the class two cases with increased overjets and requirements of extractions in the mandible. Now the catch 22, the scenario where we want to close space for the class one or the class three cases. He spoke about the frequency of this and he related it to the etiology. Patients who are missing maxillary lateral incisors tend to have a hypoplastic or retrognathic maxilla. He referenced Bassino from 2016 in relation to this. But also there's transverse deficiency and Buyok 2017 showed this for patients missing upper lateral incisors. So what was his research? So he looked at patients who had class one, class three skeletal patterns, didn't require extractions in them in the mandible. They had fixed appliances to achieve space closure. That catch twenty two situation. There was no comparison, and his outcomes were to look at the position of the maxilla at the end of treatment and also the up and size inclination. There are some ideas that up and size inclination changes in a detrimental direction due to space closure. Now, what was his treatment protocol? So, he achieved this by carrying out rapid palatal expansion initially. Class three elastics But the mainstay of his treatment mechanics. Utilised TADs in the mandibular arch between the lower canines and the lower first premolars. Class three elastics formed these TADs to the upper second permanent molars, a class III rector. Distal, distal closing loops were also placed from the upper central incisors. Now, what did they achieve? Well, through these mechanics, he was able to promote the advancement of the maxilla sNA improved by one point three degrees, which was statistically significant there was there were no statistical changes to the up in size inclination. He managed to avert the negative change that could take place through space closure in the approach. The majority of the space closure took place through metallization of posterior teeth, which was on average, 5 millimetres. So in summary, what Dr. Elliott achieved through his treatment protocol was that of space closure in cases where challenging space closure would occur with likelihood of detrimental effects. Now, what I was pleased to say is that Dr. Elliott reported on some of the other side effects from these mechanics. There was a rotation of the maxilla in a counterclockwise direction. There was extrusion of the upper posterior teeth due to the class 3 elastics and intrusion of the anterior teeth. He spoke about his correction of this was through up and down elastics that he used. In summary, I thought it was a well-conducted study that took place. He used some interesting mechanics, but also described the pitfalls of using them. That's it for another episode of Orthodontics in Summary. Please do subscribe and look forward to the next episode.